Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. We've got another Wayback Machine episode for you today. Uh, just so you know, with Monica's cancer treatment and me moving this month, uh, we are going to alternate each week with a new episode and a Wayback episode. Uh, so Monica and I are planning to record a new show for you next week. Uh, as always, you can donate to Monica's Cancer Recovery by hitting the Donate button on our website, quizfix.net. Some quick announcements for local Quiz Fix trivia players. We are in week six of our summer camp tournament, and the finals are now set for Saturday, August 24th at the local 907 in the afternoon. Uh, we have a couple of makeup quizzes for those trivia nights that got canceled in the last couple of weeks. You can go to quizfix.net slash summer and see where your team ranks and the dates and locations of those makeup quizzes. All of our regular quizzes are back on their regular schedules this week. Also, the Boss Level Quiz is returning in August, Sunday, August 4th at Murphy's Pub in Wallingford. We've never done a specialty quiz there. Uh, we're very excited. We love Murphy's. Um, our subject for this boss level quiz is the TV show Friends. And on a friendly tip, the proceeds from the quiz are going to Monica. This is a pay to play quiz. There'll be cash prizes. Uh, go to our boss level page on our website for more info. We should have times and costs up sometime this week. Now, where are we going in the Wayback Machine this week? We've got a few fun things for you. Uh, a couple of years ago, Monica and I did two episodes where we drafted our fantasy pub quiz teams. One with real people, one with fictional characters. It was a lot of fun, and we're hoping to do it again soon. And we had people write in with their fantasy pub quiz teams, which was fun as well. If you have a team you want to put together either with real people or with fictional characters, or mix it up any way you want to, uh, send it to us at quizfix at gmail.com, uh, and we'll post it on our websites. And uh, the final part of the podcast today, uh, we're doing rounds this week at our local quizzes on teen movies. So I've included a clip of Monica and I acting out scenes from teen movies. Um, there was a component to this that uh, we had people mail in and uh, give us their answers. You don't have to do that. Just enjoy <laughs> the acting uh, chops of Monica and myself. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, email us at quizfix at gmail.com and let others know about this podcast. And now, come with us and step inside the Wayback Machine. And now it's time for Tips and Tricks. It's Tips and Tricks and Blips and Bloops. Bing, bong, bing, bong, boom, 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 boom. That was a good one. That was a good one. We're going to do a fantasy pub quiz team draft. We are going to assemble our five players. We have a six-person team, but we get to play. No fictional characters, no deities, 
And we put one proviso into this, uh, no Ken Jennings, who is a <laughs> local uh, Jeopardy champion, won 75 times in a row. He is off the uh, off the list. This is the Ken Jennings Memorial Fantasy Draft. He's not dead. It's not that sort of memorial, but uh, he can't be drafted. He might be the commissioner of our league. So we're going to go back and forth. And the other rule that we have is... If uh, I pick one or if she picks one, the other person can't have that person. So no repeats. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some fill-ins if that happens. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm going to give you first pick. Talk about who you're picking and why. Okay. My first pick is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, no. At what temperature does the number seven melt? (laughs) <laughs> What's the square root of a pork chop? These are meaningless questions. Maybe philosophers would run with them, but scientific, they're scientifically meaningless. Abandon them, go on to the next problem. Newton, his questions reached into the soul of the universe. Well, that you just you just you just threw my my draft board all in a tizzy. Talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. He's super smart. Sure. He's going to know all the science stuff. Right. And he's super charming and fun. Yeah. I mean, he kind of fits the criteria of who you want on your team. Mm-hmm. He's going to know a bunch of stuff. He's probably going to know a bunch of stuff that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be fun to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, that just really covers all the bases. Yep. Oh my God. I knew you were going to pick him, so I had to go with him first. He was so good. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take my first. My first pick is going to be a little bit odd because this fills a very specific need. I'm pretty good at a lot of trivia, but geography is my worst, worst subject. So I wanted to pick somebody who was fairly well traveled and could name. Mountains, rivers, capitals, and all that sort of stuff. So I am picking Rick Steves. Do you know who Rick Steves is? I don't. He is a PBS travel guide guy. He's also a local guide, so he's a Seattle area guy. The historic Akershus Fortress overlooks Oslo's harbor. While once the menacing place from where Danish and Swedish overlords kept an eye on the Norwegian people, today the fortress seems to oversee only good times. So he travels all over the world and does these uh, PBS shows about the places that he goes to and gives travel tips and things like that. But he's a very well-versed traveler. He is also a noted marijuana user and uh, proponent of legalizing pot. So I think he'd probably be pretty fun to hang out with as well. Okay. So... Rick Steves, you're my number one pick. Oh. Yeah. All right. For number two, I'm doing kind of the same thing on a subject that I'm not good at, which is sports. Oh, that's a good one. So I think someone who would be good at that subject is Kevin Smith. I'm a filmmaker. I make movies and stuff. Um, but if you look around, this is, uh, this is I call this Oilers West, man, even though they're kind of a little bit in the West. If you go up there, my geography is poor. In any event, this is uh, where I kind of live and breathe. And as you can see, there's lots of 
lots of uh, copper and blue uh, everywhere you look. Uh, right up there, that's the thing I, I kind of uh, gives me inspiration all day long. See that? That's Gretz going around beating four different Blackhawks. Isn't that amazing? He also will get into like real like Comic nerdy things stuff. and maybe yeah. like opposite nerdy things and from I, you. I think he knows a lot of sportsy stuff. Well, you always see him wearing those hockey jerseys. Yeah, he's a crazy hockey fan. Yeah. And he also is a pretty deep Hollywood movie guy. If you've heard him yeah. on podcasts, he knows a lot about the ins and outs of the industry and some of the history there. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. That is a really good choice. So I'm looking at my next subject that I have trouble with, which is science. And you took my pick for my science <laughs> guy. So I'm going to take the science guy, uh-huh. Bill Nye, yeah. another local guy. Um, also a guy that I think could probably be pretty fun to hang out with. Plant crops, you want to know when to plant them. You want to know when to harvest them. If you want to have a global positioning system that enables you to determine which side of the street you're on, from your phone, you need to take into account both the traditional passage of time that you might be familiar with watching a clock here on the Earth's surface, and the passage of time as it's affected by the speed of the spacecraft, and the passage of time as it's affected by the gravity of the Earth itself. So I think we're pretty, our teams are pretty good science wise. Mm-hmm. We took the heavy hitters on that. So I guess my next one, which is almost based on personality alone. That's all right. Is John Oliver. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's so funny. And I used to listen to him on The Bugle a lot, which mm-hmm. was his podcast with his friend Andy Zoltzman. Mm-hmm. And he just cracked me up. Environmental Protection Agency, the State Department, the Agriculture Department, the Labor Department, Health and Human Services, and the list goes on and on. You know what? It is sort of fitting that the list of budget cuts scroll by like the end credits for America. (laughs) Thanks for helping us out, Agriculture Department. Hope you find a gig with the next country that rises from our ashes. He's from the UK, so he'll probably know some Europe stuff that I don't know. Yeah. Living further away from there. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I don't know. He'll know more things than me because he is a different person than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I I think that's a good one. He's going to have your politics. He's going to be fun to hang out with. You know he's going to be funny. Yeah. Um, I can see him and and Neil deGrasse Tyson hanging out, having a pint. (laughs) Definitely. Good. That's a good one. Well, I'll go with my next pick then and kind of along the same lines and a guy that appeared on the same television show. My pick is John Hodgman. In 1984, while playing against the Rosenmeyer family, our next door neighbors, a team composed mostly of grown-ups, I was 13 years old. I was faced with that question. I did not know the answer. I made an insane, not Hail Mary pass, because I will not use a sports metaphor, and in this case it's not appropriate, but an educated guest and said Bonnie and Clyde and won the game. It is well done. probably one of the most exciting moments in my life. Uh, host of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. That and, is a really good one. And uh, I know from listening to his podcast that he is into pub quizzes. 
Wouldn't that be amazing if he listened to our podcast? It's a, it would be amazing. We listen to his podcast. It would be nice if he just returned the favor. <laughs> Jeez. Was, was it too much to ask? But I think he'd be a lot of fun. He definitely fulfills some nerdy stuff. He's very literate. He was a literary agent for years before he wrote his own books. He has three books on fake trivia. I love his books. Which are amazing. Do you have the audiobooks? Yes. Oh, they're, <laughs> I always have one of those on my phone the just to listen to. The second one where yeah. he's talking about the mole man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good pick. Yeah. All right. Next for me is Amy Poehler. Ooh, that's a good one. I just love her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like a super theater nerd, so she would probably know more of that stuff, I think. Yeah. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your beers. I am honored that you chose me to help you celebrate your graduation today. I can only assume... I am here today because of my subtle and layered work in a timeless classic entitled Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo. <laughs> and for that, I say, you're welcome. I just think she's real cute and fun. I'd love to hang out with her and play quiz. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, now I have to really think about my team here. I got my geography, I got my science, I got my nerdy nerd stuff. I got it. So I want her on my team because she's current events all the way, and that's Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah. I want Rachel Maddow on my team. Which three presidents, living or dead, would you most like to have dinner with? LBJ, and I think he'd just be fun and would swear and do inappropriate things and that would be fun and then because of that then you'd want one of the other presidents to be really uptight i love that you're actually casting this okay? <laughs> that's exactly yeah, right. so i want to see the dynamic like i'm sort of irrelevant in this i want to see the dynamics between them not that i think that barack obama is uptight but like that's a combination that i want to and then you'd want to bring in like one of the one of the like kooky enthusiasts of the presidency somebody like a teddy roosevelt i think just to be um uh, a total wild card with them. I think that would be a fun night. I love her. I do too. And again, she knows John Hodgman because she's on that book. Oh yeah. So they, they're, I'm, these people, I think, all kind of know each other, maybe. And if she's anything like on the uh, on the Hodgman books, she likes a drink or two. <laughs> they make cocktails and and drink wine on on a couple of the books. Yeah. So uh, I think she's probably uh, good those, for a couple rounds. Those weird fake cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a drop of angel blood. <laughs> My last pick is because I think he's pretty smart. I think he has a well-rounded uh, base of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And that is you. <laughs> you are on my fantasy trivia team. Wait a second. <laughs> there is a time-space conundrum happening right now. How can he be on my team and have you be on your team? Oh, my God. We didn't make this. First of all, honored. Honored, flattered, and everything. Wow. Wow. 
Now I feel bad that I didn't pick you. For you my don't team. have to pick me. I totally understand. It'd be funny if like I didn't pick you. I picked your sister though. She's fantastic. <laughs> I haven't met her, but you know I know she's. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> so we we'll just have to plan different nights. Yeah. So that's how we'll do it. We'll, uh, you know, we can be the we can be a Tuesday night team, and my team can do Thursdays or something. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> okay. it, we'll figure it out. Okay. I don't mind going to quiz twice twice a week, and oh, this means I get to hang out with your. Oh, so yeah. I get to be, <laughs> I get to have a Neil deGrasse Tyson on my team by default. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I need to have any filled in spots here. All right. This is going to be partly because he'd be fun to hang out with, partly because I think he's a very smart person, and partly because we went to the same college, and that is Stephen Colbert. There's a meeting right before, you know, there's a meeting toward the end of it. Gandalf says to everybody here, everybody in the meeting, it's Aragorn and some other people, and he goes, listen, our only hope, our only hope for Frodo and Sam to succeed is that Sauron cannot imagine anyone would want to destroy the ring. He can't imagine we don't want this power. And I, at the, when people kept on saying, what's their intention with this rally? It's like, we're just Frodo and Sam. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Washington is Mordor. <laughs> oh, I love him. Yes. I don't know what he's great at, but I think he can keep the team together. He, he can be kind of like, if there's an argument that he gets the final say. Um, you know, he, he knows John from the daily show, probably knows Rachel Maddow, probably knows all these people. So it's, you know, he can be kind of the ringleader of the thing. So, um, yeah, Stephen Colbert, I think I'll pick him. So now we're going to post these teams up on our website, uh, along with some pictures. Yeah. Let's also uh, encourage people to send in their Oh, yeah. Picks. Yeah. Uh, do your own dream team draft. Uh, remember the criteria, no fictional characters, no deities, and Ken Jennings cannot be <laughs> on the team unless Ken Jennings sends in his own thing that he can be <laughs> on his own team. That's allowed. And they have to be alive, right? Let's keep it all alive. All these, alive. These are all people that are in. And maybe uh, down the road in another episode, we'll do uh, people who are no longer with us. We're thinking about maybe doing a cartoon character draft, maybe you know, fictional people. Um, so uh, fantasy team to quizfix at gmail.com. And uh, maybe uh, your fantasies will come true. Now it is time for tips and tricks. Here's tips and tricks and tips and tricks. Do da dee ding daka dooka tam. Nice. Yeah. So this week it's not really tips and tricks, no. but we're bringing back the fantasy trivia team. Oh, it's draft time. We're drafting our teams. And this is 
fictional yeah. characters. Yeah, we talked about this last time we did real people. Now we're diving into the fictional pool and grabbing some teams. Same rules apply. Five people, because we get to play with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, of any era, of any kind of fictional, it's pretty. This one's pretty wide open. There's nobody off limits. We're just gonna pick whoever we want. As long as they're fictional. As long as they're not real people. Uh, would you like to go with the first pick? Sure. All right, with the first pick in the Stop. fantasy <laughs> quiz draft, Monica selects Data. Say goodbye, Data. Goodbye, Data. <laughs> Was that funny? Accessing. Huh. Burns and Allen, Roxy Theater, New York City, 1932. It still works. Then there was the one about the girl in the nudist colony that nothing looked good on. We're ready to get underway, sir. Take my wharf, please. Oh, I knew you were going to pick him. I didn't. Duh. I didn't put him on my team. This okay. is the other thing we should say is that we don't know each other's teams. Yeah. So data, that's a good one. So I wrote pros and cons for everybody that I picked. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. good. Look how prepared I am. You are on. F- <laughs> you win the lightning round. You're killing it. Oh, you're just you're just you're crushing this Isn't podcast. It's a good day. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this. Yeah. Okay, so the pros about data is from Star Trek, of course. Mm-hmm. He has a boatload of knowledge stored in his positronic brain. Sure. And he remembers everything. Right. So he's basically like a walking computer. And you know how I feel about data. So that's another Well, I was going to say, it's like you're going to want to cuddle up to data. Well, he's going to have some competition on my team. Oh. <laughs> Cons is that sometimes he doesn't understand human stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if he'll, like, get trivia or, like, enjoy it. Well, he won't enjoy it because he doesn't enjoy anything. Right. So that's kind of a con. But I think I think he might be kind of into it. It was interesting trying to pick people that had a lot of knowledge but maybe weren't, like, I mean, because trivia isn't all just about straight numbers mm-hmm. and facts. Sometimes yeah. you have to figure out tricky things. So, but that's a good pick. I had, I, I, I was doing some research and I saw his name come up as a possibility and I was like, I'm going to leave that one for you. Thank you. I knew that was going to be your first pick. <laughs> I had a good feeling. Uh, then you probably know my first pick. Spock. No. Oh. <laughs> no. My I, first pick is Detective Columbo. I knew you were going to pick him. Played by uh, Peter Falk back in the uh, 70s. He sounds just too clever for us. What I mean is, you know, cops, we're not the brightest guys in the world. And, uh, of course, we've got one thing going for us. We're professionals. I mean, you take our friend here, the murderer. He's, he's very smart. He's an amateur. I mean, he's got just one time to learn, just one. And with us, well, with us, it's, it's a business. You see, we do this a hundred times a year. I'll tell you, Doc. That's a lot of practice. He loves Columbo. I love, love Columbo. Uh, more than when they took Columbo off of Netflix, I was super, super sad. Yeah, that was a bad week for you. He is, he is, uh, that was a show that I watch pr- 
pretty much on repeat while I'm writing trivia, and now I don't have that, and so I just stopped writing trivia. So I was just watching, because they do uh, show these on uh, one of the channels uh, here and there, but they had one where he was uh, investigating this high IQ club, and they were giving him like these uh, uh, IQ tests and these oh, puzzles yeah. to solve. And he's just, he has a good brain for figuring out things. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets really past him. So I don't know how he would do with pop culture stuff and things like that. But if there was tricky stuff in there, uh, he would definitely be able to figure it out. And yeah. plus, plus, I just think he would be hilarious to to hang out with. Yeah, except every time he'd write down an answer, he'd be like, one more thing. Or he'd always lose his pencil. Because, like, anybody anybody got a pencil? pencil. Anybody got a pencil? He'd ask you about your hobbies and always talk about how that's how what he wanted to do. Yeah. Or he had a cousin that was doing it or something like that. He'd have a lot of stories. (laughs) Good pick. All right. Who's your number two? My next pick is Lisa Simpson. Oh, that's a good one, too. Mm -hmm. It says here that students don't have to raise their hands. They should just ask every question that comes to their mind. Oh, why are pine needles pointy? And um, 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 what's the difference between an asteroid and a meteor? And, mm, ooh, ooh, can you shrug anything other than your shoulders? <gasps> Does anyone else have any questions? Um, if mommy's purse didn't belong in the microwave, why did it fit? Pros, smarty pants. Yes. Cons. Not old enough to drink. Yeah. <laughs> now we do have some of those all ages trivia's on our on our agenda, so you, she could uh, definitely go to one of those. Yeah. But um, yeah, she would be good. She would all the school stuff. She would ace. Yeah. Anything that's been taught up to about the fourth grade, she would be right well, on it. Well, she knows. She's smarter than me. Like yeah. she knows stuff that I she, don't. Lisa know. Simpson's a, a brainiac. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, my number two is Gloria Clemente, who was played by Rosie Perez in the movie White Men Can't Jump. I've never seen that. She is a woman who has been studying for years and years and years to be on Jeopardy. Oh, really? And she goes on Jeopardy and kicks ass. Okay, foods with Q for 400 the answer there is the Daily Double. Well, Gloria, you just leave $2,100. You're performing beautifully. How much of that are you going to risk on your knowledge of the subject? Foods that start with the letter Q. All of it. According to oh legend, it was the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. What is a quince? Yes. She's the wife of Woody Harrelson's character or the girlfriend of Woody Harrelson's character. I can't remember which. But yeah, she is constantly studying for uh, her chance on Jeopardy. And then she finally gets it and she she kills. That's awesome. So, I love that. And I love Rosie Perez. She'd be fun I to like hang her, out too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Your number three. Next, I chose Leslie Nope. Oh, nice. From Parks and Rec. Oh. Which is funny because Amy Poore was on my real fantasy team. Oh, right, right. You're doubling so up. she's on both of them. You got some double <laughs> double, double polar action. I'm now going to give you permanent answers to all the silly questions that you're going to end up asking me and every other woman in this election over the next few months. Why did I change my hairstyle? Well, I don't know. I just thought it would look better. Or my kids got gum in it. Are you trying to have it all? That question makes no sense. It's a stupid question. Stop asking it. Don't ask it. Do you miss your kids while you're at work? Yes, of course I do. Everybody does. And then, you know, sometimes I don't. Yeah, and by the way, 
No one's ever asked me that question. No one asked me where are your kids or who's taking care of them. By the way, who is taking care of the kids? My mom, babe. Everything's fine. Right. So pros is that she'll know all the government stuff. Yes. And she's fun. Oh, yeah. Cons is that Leslie can be kind of too enthusiastic sometimes. Like she does not have an off switch. Right. So she might get annoying after a while. I do feel like she is... Like she tries to play it down, but she's very competitive. So I think she would definitely be, but she might also be one of those people who challenges a lot of questions and makes the team makes the team go, just shut Shut up, up. just shut up, (laughs) Leslie. It's fine. Let's move on. So, but I like that pick. You know that the government stuff she's gonna just ace. Mm -hmm, Yeah, yeah. All the president stuff and another fun one to hang out with. Mm Um, here's my number three, uh, and I'm showing my age here. Detective Dietrich, played by Steve Landisberg on the TV show Barney Miller. Wow. Yeah. So, I've never seen that. So Barney Miller, for those of you who are you know, too young, it was a sitcom about a uh, police station in New York. And Steve Landisberg, who was a stand-up comic at the time, joined the cast, I believe, in the second or third year. And he is a guy that just can spout any bit of knowledge. And that was kind of his thing. He was kind of the know-it-all of the... But he also had this very kind of dry sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Very laconic, laid-back guy. Nothing ever seemed to bother him. But in any situation, he could rattle off some sort of tidbit about it. Uh, He just was a never-ending font of, of trivia. And was one of the first characters I remember seeing on television who was like that. And I really identified with that. <laughs> just like a very laid back guy who's like, you know, the blah, 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 blah. And would just have the fact right at the tip of his. And I was like, that's something to be. <laughs> well, you made it. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a role model early. Hey, Arthur. <clears throat> I remember seeing you out there. I realized early on that U.S. involvement was a tragic mistake. I came out against the war in 66. 57. 57? That's when Eisenhower first sent military advisors over to train South Vietnamese personnel. Yeah, but in 57, you were only... I was 14. I got a scout badge for international affairs. All right, give me your number four. Number four, I have Jim from The Office. Oh, Pros, sports. Oh, yeah, he'll know his sports stuff. Cons, sports. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, was trying to come up with a sports person. Yeah. And he was the best one I could come up with. Question. What kind of bear is best? That's a ridiculous question. False. Black bear. Well, that's debatable. There are basically two schools of thought. Fact. Bears eat beets. Oh. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Bears do not. What is going on? What are you doing? Last week, I was in a drugstore and I saw these glasses, uh, $4. And it only cost me $7 to recreate the rest of the ensemble, and that's a grand total of $11. That's a good one, Jim. And he would, again, Fun guy to hang out with. Yeah. Seems pretty casual, but also seems like secretly competitive. Like he would want to win. Yeah. But he wouldn't be like, you know, heartbroken if he lost. 
He's pretty laid back. Yeah. And then, you know, if you said something funny or said something weird, he would just pan to the camera and just look <laughs> at it. He'd be like, well, who are you looking at? <laughs> All right. My number four is for a very limited moment. Uh, it is Lucy played by Scarlett Johansson in the movie Lucy. Oh, my God. Because there is a moment where she knows everything. Professor, my cells are reproducing at a phenomenal speed, several million per second. I'm having trouble precisely evaluating the time of my death, but I doubt it'll last more than 24 hours. What are you talking about? What I'm saying is that your theory is not a theory. I absorbed a large quantity of synthetic CPH4, that will allow me to use 100% of my cerebral capacity. Right now I'm at 28%. And what she wrote is true. Once the brain reaches 20%, it opens up and expands the rest. There are no more obstacles. They fall away like dominoes. I'm colonizing my own brain. So you only get it for like one question. I'm hoping that she can hang on long enough for a 90-minute quiz. But yeah, then eventually she, spoilers for Lucy, uh, dissipates into the universe. Uh, But there is that moment where she just has all the world's knowledge. And uh, yeah, I was thinking of either her or Bradley Cooper from uh, Limitless. Oh, yeah. But uh, I would rather hang out with Scarlett Johansson. All right, finish off your team. Okay, the last one that I picked is Vampire Eric from True Blood. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Pros. Wait a second. Who played him? Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Talk you, about bringing up the sexiness of so my team. I, I'm picturing you sitting between Data, Data and, and Vampire, and, Eric. And Vampire yep. Eric and just being like, yep. who, who, who wants to buy me another drink? <laughs> Can we see your fangs? Don't you like vampires, little girl? Eric! Our almost sick daddy hated vampires, but we don't. He went on a vacation with Jesus. You make me so happy I never had any of you. No, come on, Pam. They're funny. They're like humans, but miniature. So, pros, history questions. He's like a thousand years old. Sure. He's the hottest of the hot. Sure. Cons, he will probably kill and eat all of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and take and, and keep the gift certificates for himself. He doesn't eat or drink. Oh, that's true. He doesn't even need it. No. Oh. So that's kind of a, uh, a dangerous choice, but I'm willing to accept the danger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you going to be too nervous to, a- to answer anything? Or are you just going to be like between those two characters and just be fawning the whole time? You'd be like, oh, you guys. It'll, I'm going to charm them so much. Yes. Data, yeah. won't, Data won't know how to handle that. <laughs> Vampire <laughs> Eric will know how to handle that. Yeah, by murdering me. <laughs> but in a sexy way. <laughs> It'll be sexy murder. Sexy, sexy, sexy murder. murder. All right, my last one, and this was hard to come up with, but you know, I'm going to go with this. I do pretty well at the music stuff, but he's just going to put me over the top, and that is Rob Gordon, played by John Cusack in the movie High Fidelity. Oh, yeah. That's who a good one. has all the arcane, like, 60s Motown, Northern Soul stuff at his fingertips. He's just a very smart character. And, uh, again, another guy to be fun to hang out with. 
I guess it looks as if you're reorganizing your records. records. Yeah. Um, was this uh, chronological? No. Not alphabetical. Nope. What? Autobiographical. No fucking way. Yep. I can tell you how I got from Deep Purple to Howlin' Wolf in just 25 moves. Oh, and if I want to find the song Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, I have to remember that I bought it for someone in the fall of 1983 pile, but didn't give it to them for personal reasons. That sounds... Comforting. Yes. It is. Yeah, I feel like he might be kind of whiny. A little bit. A little bit. But, you know... Oh, well, we'll see if we can keep him keep like, him up. I'm the only one who's allowed to be depressed on my team. <laughs> you will not be depressed between Data and Vampire Eric. <laughs> that will not depression will not be your problem. Um so those are our teams. We will post pictures and uh and the teams up there on our website at quizfix.net. Uh if you would like to submit, and we would love it if you did, your fictional character fantasy pub quiz team. Send it in to quizfix at gmail.com and uh, we'll post your uh, quizzes. We'll post your quiz teams up there as well. Our audio round challenge this week is a little different. And when I say a little different, it is a lot different. Uh, Monica and I are going to be performing scenes from teen movies. Are you a teen movie fan? I am, yes. Yes. We have changed the character names when they come up to either Monica or Paul, so you won't get any uh, assistance there. And uh, all you got to do is tell us the name of the movie. That's all you got to (laughs) do. All right. Let's get into character. We take you now to teen movies. Your audio round starts now. One. How's it going? How's what going? You know, things, life, whatnot. Life is not whatnot, and it's none of your business. So, you going to the dance tonight? That's also none of your business. Are you inhibited by dancing in public? You don't have to dance. You can just stand there with me and my dudes and just be you. Sounds major. So what's the story? You got a guy or what? Yeah, three big ones, and they lost wimp blood. So quit bugging me or I'll sick them all over your weenie ass. Two. I should do this. Do what? This. Start a band? My father wouldn't approve of that. You don't strike me as the type that would ask permission. Oh, so now you think you know me? I'm getting there. The only thing people know about me is that I'm scary. Yeah, well, I'm no picnic myself. Three. Hi, Paul. Can I talk to you for a second? Don't get mad, but Brandon told me what you did for him. Well, rest assured it was equally as thrilling for me. No, he told me the truth. And I was 
just hoping that maybe you could do the same for me? Walk away, Paul. But... Run away, Paul. I, I can pay you, too. I'm about six seconds away from slapping you so hard that your unborn grandchildren will feel it. Can you do it in front of everyone? Four. Great bike. Just a humble perk from my dad's construction company, or should I say, deconstruction company. Time out. Paul Dean? Your pop's big bud Dean construction? Must be rough moving place to place. Everybody's life's got static. Is your life perfect? Sure. I'm on my way to a party at Remington University. It's not perfect. I don't really like my friends. I don't really like your friends either. It's like they're just people I work with, and our job is being popular and shit. Maybe it's time for a vacation. Five. This is disgusting. You better clean this mess up before Mom gets home. I don't have to. I am telling you. I don't want to listen to her yell at you. You are an unbelievable pig. I'm rubber, your glue, whatever you call me, sticks back on you. No, I'm rubber, your glue, whatever you call me, sticks back on you. You think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Dream on! No one wants to date you because you are a dog. A dog! A dog! Six. Drugs? No, thank you. I'm straight. I meant, are you here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. I don't know why I'm here. Then why don't you go home? Why don't you put your thumb up your butt? You want to talk about your problem? With you? Are you serious? Seven. You're a great date. I've never really gone out with someone as basic as you. Basic? Hmm. So what's your job this summer? Job? Being a great date. No, I'm serious. So am I. I want to see you again. I want to see you as much as I can before you leave. I said it. I only have something like 16 weeks. 16 weeks is a long time. Then call me tomorrow. Today is tomorrow. Then call me later. All right, that is it for the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening and downloading. And we will see you next week. Bye. Let's get to the